0: Hey guys, it's Austin with Cross Gen Productions Podcast, the official podcast of Cross Gen Productions. I want to give you an update. We are welcoming a new podcaster to the Cross Gen Productions family. It's a friend of mine, somebody that I've known for a long time um, as a family friend of mine and a ministry friend of mine. Um, His name is John Jones. His podcast is called Real Talk with Big John and, and I'm really excited because uh, he's been doing this podcast for a while and um, you really hear his heart for God. You, he's got some really good points. Um, he's got some really good insight into some things and um, his main thing is just evangelism, doing God's work, doing ministry and just advancing the kingdom and I, I'm really excited to have him join Cross Gym Productions. Uh, You can find his podcast, Real Talk with Big John, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and on the CrossGen Productions website. That is crossgenproductions.com. I highly encourage you to go check it out. Welcome, Big John. Last time, we were talking about the cost, anointing and Pentecost. That is... A fullness that we can experience in God it is a a place where we can see amazing things happen where we can just walk in the fullness of the Holy Spirit and and just experience the power of Pentecost we begin to talk about David Wilkerson and his messages that is the cost of a fresh anointing and a call to anguish we begin to talk about the steps necessary to finding a deep, anointed, full walk with God. We covered a heart that is burdened and in anguish. That is, for an encounter with God, for the church's present condition, for holiness, and because of sin. Now we will be covering repentance and constant pursuit of holiness and alone time with God. That is, seeking God. Our next thing we need to study is repentance and a pursuit of holiness now i know probably made a lot of people cringe when i said that they were probably thinking oh man you talk about how i need to be perfect now i just need to do it all right no no that's not what i'm talking about uh let me say this we cannot truly be holy apart from jesus for because the bible in isaiah 64 6 isaiah talks about our righteousness being like filthy rags jesus was the only one who was perfect here on earth. Through him we are made righteous and holy. Yet, still, there is a pursuit of righteousness and holiness that we can follow after every day in our lives. Peter alludes to this in 1 Peter one through 13-21. It says, Therefore gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So there, he, he first thing he talks about is through Jesus. Let's get that, you know, let's, let's lay that foundation that we cannot do that aside from Jesus. But listen to this, verse 14. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former lust, as in your ignorance. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy for I am holy. And if you call on the Father, who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear, knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with precious blood of Christ, with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. He indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you, who through him believe in God, who raised him from the dead, and gave him glory so that your faith and hope are in God. So why then does it say, does it talk about the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ? And it talks about the precious blood of Christ, but it also says, be holy, for I am holy. Hmm. Well, clearly, <clears throat> we see Peter is alluding to Christ and his blood. But Peter also, as I said, very clearly in verses 15 and 16, calls us to holiness in our personal conduct. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Holiness says, I'm putting off the things of this world. I'm not allowing myself to copy the world. I'm not allowing the world to corrupt me. I'm going to be different. David said in Psalms 119:11, "Your word I have hidden in my heart, that I might not sin against you." It is a careful and willful pursuit to do what is right before God every day. Ephesians 5:15 and 16 says, "See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil." Merriam-Webster defines circumspect as careful to consider all circumstances and possible consequences. It's being prudent, so let's 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 switch those words, see then that you walk prudently, not as fools but as wise, or let's say see then that you walk careful to consider all circumstances and possible consequences, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil second Corinthians seven one says therefore having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness. In the fear of God. Now I'm going to be honest, I'm a little different. I've heard some people believe in saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost. I don't. I believe that we're saved by the blood of Christ, by believing in Christ, by what Jesus did for us. I believe that we can pursue um, the Holy Spirit and God will infill us with the Holy Spirit. But I believe sanctification is a lifelong process. It's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that happens in a moment. I believe it's something that God works through us every day. Now, I do believe when you come to Christ that things need to change. You need to stop doing certain things. You need to turn away from sin. But that doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. That just means that, hey, I'm in a process to be the best I can be for Jesus every day. And that he is perfecting me and creating holiness in me. That is, you know, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. That's saying, God, I want to live the best I can for you every single day. And I want to please you. And I don't want to do things that are um, going to be against your word or that's going to break your heart. You know what I'm saying? It's, It's just, it's a conscious pursuit of personal holiness in con and personal conduct so but remember you cannot truly pursue holiness and righteousness apart from jesus because through his death on the cross and resurrection he made this pursuit possible but once we come to jesus and live in jesus he expects us to conduct ourselves with the pursuit of holiness and righteousness through jesus we can deny our fleshly desires and be our best for him each day. Matthew 16, 24-27 says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. Romans 13:11 11-14 says, And do this, knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore let us cast off the works of darkness, and let us put on the armor of light, Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelry and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. The next thing we're going to talk about is alone time with God, that is seeking God. We are trained to read the Bible and take time to pray and go to church. But do we understand the depth and substance of these things? Hebrews 4.12, concerning the Word of God, it says, For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. God's word is where we get our power, our direction, our understanding, and learn right from wrong. It is the lamp that guides us. It is the sword to fight our enemies with. Jesus even said when he was in the wilderness being tempted by the devil in Matthew 4, verse 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Prayer, then, is equally important. James five thirteen and 18 says, Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective, fervent, prayer of a righteous man avails much Elijah was a man with a nature like ours and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain and it did not rain on the land for 3 years and 6 months and he prayed again and the heaven gave gave rain and the earth produced its fruit God told Solomon in 2nd Chronicles 7:14 a lot of people know this verse if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear, hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. Ephesians 6.18 says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all pers- pers- perseverance and supplication for all the saints. 1 Thessalonians 5.16-18 Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything gives give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Soren Kierkegaard stated that the function of prayer is not to influence God, but rather to change the nature of the one who prays. I won't spend much more time on the importance of reading God's word in prayer because we as believers know how important and crucial it is to our walk with God. It is what feeds our spiritual walk. It is what strengthens us and draws us closer to God. The more important question is, am I spending that quality time with God through prayer and study? Are you concerned more about quantity than quality that takes us back to the first podcast when we talked about David Wilkerson how he found himself stowing away in the woods spending time with God but I can assure you you will not experience a move of God in Pentecost until we find ourselves deep in his word and in prayer spending alone time with him and that goes for me too these things that I am discussing with you are not me preaching to you but it is something that we are both working on i i am just as guilty of the not doing these things as any as the next man that is prayer and reading seeking god and uh just trying to be the best i can be for him and and pursue holiness and personal conduct and it's so important that we do these things and i just pray that you know we will make sure that we are taking these steps and seeking after god to the best of our abilities because is the only way that we will find fullness and anointing and experience the power of pentecost well let's pray guys god i thank you lord for this study i thank you that we got the opportunity just to look in your word and uh, see the importance of prayer and reading and studying that we've seen that It is important to pursue holiness in our personal conduct. But thank you, Lord, for Jesus, because without him, we would not be holy. We would not be um, made right with you. And I thank you for Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what he did on the cross and for his resurrection. pray that you would be with us. Help us to receive your word and help us, God, to glorify you and build your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, again, as I said You can find more from CrossGen Productions Podcast on crossgenproductions.com. And you can also check out Real Talk with Big John. I encourage you to check both out. And we hope to hear from you guys again. Can't wait to catch you on the next podcast.